When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you know what? I'm really not this morning. No, I've seen your, I've just seen your Insta stories. I'm really not. Like this, this actually came at a really good time, this podcast. Um, and I'm sorry for anyone listening, but I'm going to unload on you guys. <laughs> yeah, come on, give it to us. We're ready. So, um, right. So James and I had a huge fight last night Shit. because first off, Gigi's Nursery emailed me at I think it was like two o'clock to say they were closing at 2.30 for two weeks so mm. obviously I was like oh my gosh and I've got so, and I like I struggle to fit everything in anyway like yeah. obviously do like my PR work and then we have the podcast and, 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 the and then I do all I like yeah exactly I do all the pickups I do all the drop-offs I do all the food shopping I do all the cooking I do everything right at the moment so for me I was like oh my god you know when you just think I was at capacity I was already at capacity yeah. and now I've just tipped over the edge of capacity so he came home and I was like oh James I just feel like this is just too much Mm. and at first he was quite sympathetic and then he turned around and he said well just sort out some childcare then and I went hang on hang on what do you mean sort out some childcare and he said well it doesn't affect me and I said no it doesn't affect you because I automatically take it on but that doesn't make it right. And he went, but it's just what you do. And I was like, oh my God. And you know, when it's like that reality hits, like, wow, this is partly my fault that he th- mm. actually thinks this, yeah. but obviously massively his fault too. Judgey James, you're a douche. Um, uh, <laughs> for thinking that, like I, I was just, you know, when you, and, and there's so much conversation around the mother's load and all of this stuff. So then this morning, I he actually got up early this morning, like earlier than he normally would. And he did help me. And I went, do you know what? Thank you. Like, thank yeah. you that you did this this morning. Can you not see how much better it makes everything? He was like, but it's only for half an hour and then I'm gone. And I'm like, yeah, but even that small window... Mm puts everyone in a better mood for the rest of the day and I just I've, I've been talking to a lot of friends as well about like this whole mother's load thing so yeah. I sat and wrote a list of every single thing that I do outside of my jobs 
Mm. And I'm not joking, there's 40 things on there. Yeah, I know. I hear and I you. sent it to him and I was like, I don't need a medal. I don't need, I, I don't even actually need help with, with this. I just need you to understand that it's a lot. Like it, it's mm. a lot to do and it's a lot to deal with. And um, uh, I don't know, who knows if, but yeah. So I'm having a bit of a bad day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, George, like, well, I think we all hear you. We're all nodding our heads and, and listening to, mm. to what you're saying. I think you do, I, I, if, if my advice to you would, I think you do need help with it. And I think just because James has got a job that now means he has to get up and out by 7am, that doesn't mean that he can now not help with anything that goes on in the home. So why don't you figure out on that list what mm. James can do realistically and what you can do. And that is going to be you kind of giving up various things that you kind of take control of. And I don't mean mm. like as in a no, control freak so type of way. It's but true. like uh, sometimes, and I think, and I don't, I don't think that this is a gender thing. I think this is a person that- Personality type Personality thing. type thing. Yeah. They don't even realize what goes in. When I say they, I mean the other person that doesn't do the load. It's they don't not, even the thing realize is, it isn't what goes actually into always, it. It's not actually always the mothers it's really not but it, it i'd say like 90 percent of the time yeah, of course maybe of course it's the it way is. you know we're wired but yeah it is. it's what, always what one person in the relationship to help you yeah. what can he what can he really like take away from you and let him do that george because you're only one woman and this is what we talk about a lot between us mm -hmm. and on the podcast that you know the mother's load then becomes burnout and that is kind of where you're headed to. And you never really vocalize it either. So I'm glad no. we're having this discussion. You could just call me. We don't have to do it on the podcast. But. I know, I know. Don't. Well, I mean, this is probably the first time I would have got to chat to you. So this is probably the phone call you would be receiving. You would be receiving <laughs> except we're opening it up to everybody. But how are you? How are well, you? If, firstly, if anyone lives in the Brentwood area, the Essex area, and you know somebody that's looking to pick up some part-time childcare, please, please, please give us a, uh, give us a DM. Contact please. Georgia directly. Anybody that can help. Loads of people keep talking about bubble. Bubble is great, but yeah. obviously if there's nobody that's around that was looking for work, there's nobody around looking for work. So I think we all need to pull together. Yes, yeah. I did actually have a really good um, bubble babysitter last Friday. So if you do live in like, well, Essex, and I think she covers like a bit of Kent as well. Yeah. Her name's Lucy London and I highly recommend her. Lucy London? That's what her name is, yeah. Is that like her showbiz <laughs> name or is that her real name? James actually says like a bit like more crude and you can imagine what name he said it was. Oh God. Um, um, but she's great. So if you see her come up on Bubble, book her. Okay, um, I love Yeah, that. but how are you? Yeah, I'm fine this end. I've actually had a much calmer week. You're basically having my normal week. I was in vocalizing it <laughs> and I um I, I've just been at home like I feel like I have been and I hate using this word but I've been like a proper parent like picking like doing the school drop-offs making the pet lunches being there for pickup um, I've actually done washing folded it put it away I've just been at home sorting out the house I haven't been rushing around I haven't been doing any radio shows or filming any bits of telly just just being quiet at home and it's been really really lovely uh -huh. obviously we've we've had work to do you know I've been trying to juggle it all but like yeah I've gone through boxes we're now that I, I can only see one box as I sit here with you now, whereas That's at the good. beginning of the week, there was about 20 scattered around the house. So wow. we're still get, we're still getting unpacked from the move. It's madness. It takes so long though. Yeah. It really, really does. It's, yeah. it's like an impossible task. And I took a load of stuff down to the charity shop, which always makes me feel good. And like some bits and toys that we're not using. I'm going to, um, they're doing this, this scheme at Luna's school for kids that, um, 
you know, won't get any Christmas presents this year. So I've just like bunged a load of like toys that we're not using and toys that I think they'll love. So that's all gone. So yeah, I've just had a good, I've had a good week. Oh, that's really yeah. good. I need to do that. That's a good, like, it's nice to just clear the diary and have like a proper sort out, isn't it? Yeah. That sometimes. And then last night we went on a date. We went to <gasps> oh, see No Time nice. to Die. I did you. Was it good? I've heard mixed reviews. It was just 40 minutes too long, but other, right. I, like, I've got to be honest with you, I, I always fall asleep in the cinema and last night was no exception. And when I fell asleep, there was a fight scene going on. And when I woke up, there was a fight scene going on and I was like, oh, it's just more fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. Good old fashioned fun at the cinema, hey? Yeah, exactly. But do you know what? We should probably do what we're supposed to be doing <laughs> and and check in on the people listening. Yeah, we we really wanted to make this podcast about you guys um, and and almost kind of put an arm around you from a distance to say that we're here and we hope that you're okay and massive thank you for Tuesday's episode of course Tuesday's episode was your vo- your voice notes around baby loss because it's baby loss um, awareness week and we kind of wanted to sort of follow on from there in the love and support section so let's just kick things off um, we're going to keep these anonymous because some of them are quite um they're, well, they're from the heart, so we, we, we don't want to disclose anybody's name. But the first one, how to cope with perimenopause exhaustion, really starting to struggle. I think this you need to answer this one, Zoe. Yeah. Do you know what? I've had, a, I've had an interesting week around my um, POI or my early menopause. I actually had a private consultation yesterday for the first time since being diagnosed with it. So I've obviously been on oral um, HRT in the form of Femiston, which is two weeks of estrogen and then two weeks of estrogen progesterone. And then it's just been making me feel really, really wonky, like quite foggy, tired, headachey. I have really bad lethargy. Um, and I've also libido wise, it just like up and down, there's just no, like, just no consistency with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm now going to go. I had a brilliant hours chat with, um, she's Dr. Menopause Care on Instagram, Dr. Naomi Potter. And we're now going to try me on the patches and I'm going to have the marina coil fitted. Um, which is I'm going to now I'm not going to have any periods and that's how I'm going to get my progesterone so that's going to be an interesting journey over the next three months to see what happens and the patches only have to change them twice a week so Monday and Thursdays oh wow do you know what I've actually heard really good things about the patches can you not can you not get those on the NHS or you can you can, but they really don't like to give them to you, right? Okay, because they're ex- they're expensive. But listen, hats off to my GP because apparently Femiston, if you are going to go on an oral HRT to start you off with, that's the best one on the market. So I'm really grateful, but I think it's definitely time for a switch up. Um, so I'm wondering if this lady that's messaged is on HRT. I keep getting messages about HRT. People are terrified of taking it because of the link to breast cancer. If you're mm. under the age of fifty, there really isn't any risk. Um, this is what I'm being told, and also the anxiety you are far more likely to feel anxiety tiredness and lethargy if you are if you don't have any estrogen in your body so i would really really have a think about what your options are go back to your gp and uh, if you haven't had your blood test done just see what your estrogen levels are doing yeah yeah Gosh. <sighs> it's a minefield it's, it is a minefield um i have a four-year-old and a three-month-old will i ever get a full night's sleep again <laughs> oh <laughs> They're both waking. (laughs) I mean, you will. You really, really will. I feel like since we started this podcast, among my friends, I'm like the sleep consultant. Yes. (laughs) So if anyone is ever going through like, you know, a sleep 
issues in the household, they seem to phone me and ask me what to do. And I don't ever really have the answers because obviously so many, it's so different among different households. But one thing I do know is that it never lasts and it does feel like it's going to last. But you've got a three month old baby and you know, you can try and get them into a routine and you can try and follow all the things if that's what you want to do. Mm. But ultimately, it, it really won't last forever. And I think sometimes as long as you keep reminding yourself of that and it's really hard when you're in it and and you and you're so tired and you're sleep deprived and it's just it feels like it's never going to oh. end to to forget that and that mm. it is just a moment in time and of course it will pass and there's probably you know if you've got a four-year-old and and they've just got a new sibling there's probably something there a little bit that they want your attention maybe yeah. in the night or, or, or something like that but yes it, it will, will end but we absolutely hear you I mean a day doesn't go by when someone doesn't say to me that they've been up with their kids in the night you get one of them to sleep the other one wakes up then the other one wakes up then that one wakes the other one up and it's like it's a never-ending treadmill our yeah. advice as well really is to if that is your reality at nighttime, there is no escape from it it's mm. like you know what the the best thing and I'm sure you'll sort of feel the same as you know love spending the days with the kids love doing all that but the minute you shut your bedroom door you just feel like you again and yeah. there's that moment of calm where you're like, I don't have to deal with my children now for the next 10 hours or the next 12 hours or whatever it is. If they're waking up consistently through the night, it's like a 24-hour cycle of hell. Yeah, <laughs> you feel like you okay. haven't got that time. But yeah. obviously there are sleep specialists out there and Zoe and I have both used them and they've worked for us. So if that is something you yeah. know that you want to look into, then absolutely do. There's some incredible people yeah, out there. Yeah, drop us a DM, help. we can send you yeah. their names. Yeah. Okay. Coping with looking after a baby alone whilst partner works. Leaving the house with a newborn, worried about crying, pooing, uh, the pooing explosions. Um, I think this is just somebody that's kind of feeling the the yeah. is really overwhelmed with what's going on with the new baby. Totally right. Mm. I felt exactly the same. You did too, George. Same. Even getting out of the house, even showering for the for the day, you're like, oh my god, I've showered. Yeah. I remember there was a baby group in Cheltenham, and it was probably three hundred yards from where we lived and I think I got there once because it started at 9 30 or 10 o'clock maybe and I couldn't see a post like a way that I would be able <laughs> to get me and Axel out of the house and yeah. there in time and it, it, the, every week I'd build myself up to it like I'm gonna do it this week I'm gonna do it this week and then I just thought do you know what why why? Mm. Why am I, you know, why? And I think that's sometimes what you need to think about. Like, don't, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't plan too much stuff in your week. Like, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to get to all these baby groups and be out and about with, with your little one and all that stuff. But if it, if, if it makes you feel anxious and causes you dread, then don't do it. Like, don't yeah. do it. It's nice to be at home. Like, it's actually quite nice sometimes to just think, do you know what? If we don't get dressed till one o'clock this afternoon, does it really matter? Like mm. it doesn't, does it? And and also set yourself little targets, you mm. know. And I think that's quite a that's quite a hard pill to swallow sometimes because potentially you're used to, you know, doing more, doing more, <laughs> achieving in inverted commas more. But you've just birthed a baby. You have done the biggest thing in the entire world. So yeah. even if you walk out for five minutes, like we've got quite nice weather at the moment. I'm looking out for blue skies. You make it halfway to the coffee shop and the baby starts crying and you can't and you have to turn around well done because you've made it out of the house and also if mm. your baby is crying 
Yeah. You know, it's like uh, just you worried about other people saying something. Oh, fuck them. If anyone says anything about your baby crying. 99% of people will, you know, will sympathize. There'll be yeah. maybe one person yeah, who gives who's you a dirty unhappy look. in themselves yeah. that might give you a dirty look. Exactly. Just feel sorry for them. You're doing amazingly well. Yeah. You absolutely. really are. Well done. Friends and family that get pissed off that you won't interrupt baby's routine for them. <laughs> I totally get this. Oh my god! I totally get this. <sighs> yeah, it's really it, it is hard, isn't it? When you, if you've got a routine that's working for you, you don't want to break it because I'm, I used to feel like it with Axel. Though I know you, I know you used to be quite like strict on the routine with Kit, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. But it, it's your family, and if it's working for you, and if it's making you feel happy, you have to set those boundaries. But also, the family, your family, are not going to have to deal with the aftermath. So exactly. it's all well and good them going, oh, don't worry about midday nap. Like, let's just go out. Come on, we need to get out. The and it's like, well, that's fine, but not them not having the midday nap is going to mm. kick on till later, and I'll have to probably be up with them till ten o'clock, or because they'll be overtired, or whatever it is. I think I think this is a really, really good piece of advice that somebody gave me once. Try not to take on everybody else's thoughts and feelings. Just mm. concentrate on what works for you. So if you've got, you know, parents-in-law or sisters or brother or whoever it is saying stuff to you, just say, thank you so much. Sure, one day it will we'll be in that position. But right now, this routine is good for me and good for baby. And that's yeah. it. Shut it right down. It's nothing exactly. to do with anybody else. This is your child. And you just crack on with your stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've, I've got friends who sit on both sides, you know, who who don't bother about a routine. And then I've got friends who stick to a routine. Yeah. And we, I think it's just about accepting that everybody does things in a different way and that no one is to judge or to make any feel bad for the choices that they make for their own yeah. family yeah um but yeah stick to your stick to your guns stick to your guns exactly um how do I get my two-year-old little girl to spend time with her daddy and not always want me we hear this a lot actually yeah we really do it's like parent bias or something is it called I don't know yeah a, yeah a friend of mine it. I saw her on um Monday she's just had a, a newborn baby and her toddler well he's three is really mean to her husband at the moment and she's like I don't know why like it's it's really odd and I think we've both been through it haven't we on both sides yeah. where our kids like one favor one parent over the other parent yeah um and Chris and Rose have actually given us advice on it like numerous times and I think the general sort of consensus is to not put loads of focus on it so because the more you say to them go to daddy go to daddy go to daddy the more they think oh this is good I'm getting loads of attention mm. from this I'm just gonna mm. carry on and they know that they're getting a reaction so I think it's about just like taking a step back and I mean I'd quite like to not be wanted sometimes <laughs> <laughs> also I think if you if you can I don't know if, if your partner works and you, you, you're is it a little girl yeah um little girl doesn't spend that much time with him during the week potentially maybe you could schedule so like two hours on a Saturday morning you mm. go and go and meet a friend for coffee or go get your nails done or go for a run or do whatever it is that you love to do and just be like right this is mummy's time now you're with daddy see you in a yeah. bit and you just go out and you just let them get on with it and then your husband uh, or partner has to 
kind of make a plan for for you know for himself and his little girl your little girl gets to gets to gets used to the fact that that those two hours are just with daddy and it's something that they can do together and I think yeah. it's really important for you to encourage that time um at, at, rather than being because it's quite emotional like I sometimes I used to do it with Luna when she was so clingy and then she'd start crying and I'd start crying and I'd be like there's all this like emotion going on between us but actually the minute I had to step back because of work the bond between her and Dozer grew yeah the so it's so true like yeah. yeah setting aside some special one-on-one time yeah. for them yeah um it's probably gonna really help um I really want a second child everyone around me is getting pregnant a husband doesn't want I'm guessing want to yeah we right. hear this a lot as well don't yeah. we I mean this was me but on the other way on the on the the, the other, the other way side around. yeah you didn't yeah. want to have a second did you no no not really no um I, th- I think it's such a difficult it's a difficult subject but one that just has to keep being spoken about because what you can't do is you know if your husband is adamant that he doesn't want a second child what what are the other options as in yeah. do you have a baby and then what you don't want it to do is to you know potentially affect your relationship together Mm. but at the same time you know is there a compromise for him like can you pick the conversation up in three months can he start thinking about his life with a second baby in it all those kind of conversations the minute you stop talking is when the resentment comes in and the anger starts building and then it's going to cause friction I think it's about as well like laying out what the worries are you know, like what what is he worried about um, when it comes to having a second child? Like what what are the things that are stopping him? And mm. are, are any of those things, can they be addressed or can you put his mind at ease in some mm. way? Because mm. um, for me, I'm, I'm an only child. So I couldn't, I didn't really understand the sibling dynamics. I couldn't really understand why yes. we would have another child. That was my main thing. I was thinking, well, why? Everyone says that when you have two, it's going to be really busy. And why would I put myself through that when I'm pretty, I'm, you know, I'm perfectly happy with how I am now and then it wasn't until I kind of spoke to friends spoke to James about you know having a sibling and if we can do it that it's really it can be really special and all of that kind of stuff and then I almost I guess well I didn't come around to the idea because I fell pregnant um sort of quite a surprise but it, it was understanding those things and realizing, okay, it might be a bit busier for a few years, but this, you know, it, ultimately it, it's going to be a good thing for us. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just about laying out, laying out both, you know, both your worries. Yeah. And just keep talking, just keep yeah. talking, keep talking, but not an easy one. We'll be right back after this short break. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Motherhood isn't what I thought it would be. I don't enjoy it that much at times. Oh, I'm with you, sister. <laughs> Me too. Of course. I mean, it's great sometimes, and then other times it's hideous. Yeah. Do you know what? I would love really to say that. <laughs> I'd love to play voice notes like yeah. with within my girlfriend's group and play them on here because pretty much all of the things that we've spoken about are discussed on a daily basis, especially the fact that not many people enjoy motherhood very often. Do you know what? I tell you something. Those first three to four years yeah. are hard. Yeah. And I think if you actually knew how hard they were going to be, you might not necessarily have babies. Yeah. No, I agree. I went in it blind and then obviously you're sort of doing the best job you, you can, learning on the job and figuring it all out. But like, oh my God, there were so many times throughout those first three years where I was in the bathroom just crying my eyes out thinking, oh my fucking God, I'm just not sure whether I'm going to get through this. Yeah. Like genuinely, not sure whether my mm. marriage is going to survive, whether I'm going to survive, whether I'm, you know, whether I'm going to actually start enjoying my children. And I'm telling you now, now I am. Now yeah. I really am enjoying motherhood, like genuinely mm. from the bottom of my heart. I have a great relationship with them, but it wasn't like that in the early days. No. It, was, it was really, really tough. I do really think like what you say, like those first four four years, it's like yeah. almost when they hit school age, it does change because also like they have other interests, yeah. they get, you know, attention from elsewhere, they're a bit more, you know, they've got other things to focus on. There's there's a it does feel like it does ease up. And I'm sure when they're thirteen we're gonna <laughs> come full circle. Oh god. Um but yeah, it does it does get better, but also it's so normal to feel yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I don't think a day goes by when I don't think to myself, "What the fuck is this life?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely fucking agree. Like all of my mates went to Ibiza, right? They've been there yeah. for like three weeks, and <sighs> I just they went to DC ten. Like that's like my church. They went there on Monday, <laughs> and I was like here at five thirty in the afternoon in the kitchen doing the dinners, thinking, "Fuck this fish finger." I <laughs> fucking had enough. <laughs> I want to be in a Ibiza and DC ten dancing. You know, that's just me. Yeah. That's just missing my old life. But people are frightened to say that because they're like, we should love all aspects of it. And okay, mm-hmm. that's just a minutiae. But that's valid. Like being yeah. woken up every single morning at five thirty without fail yeah. with a finger just poking you in the cheek, <laughs> mummy, mummy. It's like just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, You've got it's a clock. Not fun. Why don't you just wait, wait for it. <laughs> It's not fun and it's not enjoyable. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Um, Right, this is for, this is anonymous. Yes. Um, Had an abortion in my early 20s. I'm now struggling with fertility and it feels like karma. Oh my God, it's not. It's not. an awful thing to think. It is not that. Please don't no. think that. That no. is all, like what an awful amount of guilt that you're having to carry around with you. That was a decision that you made in your early 20s, which was the right decision for you at that moment. Yeah, that there exactly. isn't, you know, there isn't, you know, a, 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 an abortion karma god going. Well, you've done that now, so that and I, and I understand where your head is at because I would probably feel the same. But absolutely yeah. not. That was the right decision for you, and you, mm. you know, you need to stand by that in terms of the fertility issues now. Well, I wonder where you are in your journey and, you know, what's been said and have you had any tests and, you know, th- there needs to be a lot more. But in terms of carrying around that guilt about the abortion, oh, my God, no. No, absolutely not. I mean, so, like, 
I mean, loads of women, like probably we couldn't even put a, a number on it of, of women have abortions every single day, thousands and thousands and thousands. And I'm sure a lot of them go on to have children. And if it really did affect fertility, we would know about it. So please don't like just the uh, it's very easy to say isn't it let go of that let go of that but I guess you need to address those feelings and why you know why you're feeling like that but just know from us that it's it's not karma no it's not no not at all going back to work after Matt Lee feeling like I have to start all over again George first off it doesn't you know it it isn't starting all over again I'm not sure how long you've had out but a lot of you know a lot of people have a year out and that can feel like a long time but Quite often when you do return, you realise that not a lot has actually changed and people are really happy to see you. I'm really happy to have you back. I would. It's not always plain sailing when you do go back and you can feel a little bit like the new person for a while. But in some ways, that's quite nice because it gives you, you know, a few weeks or months to kind of get your head back in it again. There might be other things going on, like, you know, drop offs at nursery that are a little bit upsetting. Mm. And I think if you go in knowing that it's not going to be exactly how it was before and that there will be challenges and, you know, it might take a little while to get into the swing of it, then I think that's that's a good way to, to sort of go in rather than just thinking you're just going to go straight back exactly how you were. You're a different person now as well. Mm. Like, what, you know, when we have a child, we are we are different we you know yeah. we, we, we've learned so many new skills as well you'll find that your time management is unbelievable um yeah. there'll be so you've much more so you've, much haven't you yeah, yeah you've upskilled in that year um so yeah I, w- I would just take sort of take the pressure off yourself for those first few months um take it for what it is try and enjoy the time that you've got to yourself while you're at work um and just know that it won't be the same, but it might be better. Yeah. And I also, just to chip in on that, I feel like for years and years and years, we have had to digest all of this language around women going back to work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, well, you know, we've all been in the work environment while well, you've been off having your break and all this bullshit that we've had to take on board. And the world is different now. It's 2021. Like Georgia said, you will have developed so many more amazing skills since you've mm-hmm. had the baby. And, you know, your bosses are lucky to have you back. So I think if you can go in, head held high, really communicate with them if you're feeling like you're having a wobble or that you need a bit of extra time, you know, or you need to make a pickup or a drop off. I think since the pandemic has actually done us a bit of a favor in many respects because there's more flexibility around work, you know, Mm -hmm. the whole flex appeal campaign with, with Mother Pucker, who we've had on the podcast, you know. I know that at Global, things have been so much better since she's been there banging that drum. So don't be frightened to just speak, you know, speak from the heart. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, This isn't a question, but it's more of a confession. And I absolutely love it. Oh, God. Just took a day's annual leave and didn't tell hubby or grandparents. (laughs) Feel so naughty. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Absolutely. I wonder what you do. I want to do that. Yeah. Go out the door pretending you're going to work. Oh my God, I'd probably go shopping in real life or something. (laughs) I love it. Oh, amazing. I want to do that. I really want to do that. Um, How to fit it all in, just back to work, baby, wife, life, and want me time. Oh my gosh, this has come up so much recently in our household, actually. And it's come up from both myself, but actually Dozer, because he suddenly got to a point where he was like, 
I can't do this anymore. This life is not sustainable. And I was like, mm. oh God, what do you mean? And he was like, there is nothing for me in this life. As in, there's no going out for dinners with his friends. There's no playing golf. There's no going away on a on a boys weekend. There's no, He's like, there's nothing. And, and he was like, all I do is work and parent, work and parent, work and parent. And I suddenly was like, oh my God. And then when I got over or tr- tried to understand what he was going through and support him, I then was like, fuck, it is exactly the same for me and it's it's like the self-care of even booking an app like I have to put in when I do my training in my diary now so like Mm. 10 30 to 11 30 it's a hit session or it's a yoga class or whatever and you have to schedule the time in for you do not feel guilty about booking in a hair appointment or going to visit a mate or you know taking a Saturday afternoon off and like going and drinking champagne somewhere or whatever it like whatever it is we just never do it we just come bottom of the ladder and it's it just can't it just it is not sustainable it really is not it's not and I think as well like where you know she's saying how do I fit it all in I think sometimes you can't like it's almost like priorities for each week so Mm. you know what one week you might have a you know a Saturday to yourself and then the next week you probably might not be able to if you want to get all the other stuff done and it's but I think it's when you have got that time scheduled in it makes the rest bearable because you know you've got that thing to look forward to but But yeah I mean you can't no absolutely not no um but yeah I think there's a real pressure to fit it fit everything in um and do everything well but I don't think that that's always possible it's a shame but I don't think it's always possible to fit and then you've got to think about sex as well (laughs) put that to the bottom of the bar (laughs) (laughs) or just do it really 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 fast that's always my thing in life I'm like if you are too tired to have sex ask your husband or your partner if they can come in two minutes and then you're like that okay great brilliant (laughs) if this can take two minutes I'm in (laughs) any longer I'm out I'm out exactly so it's the time of the week <laughs> we need to talk about the products that we've been loving um so are you going to kick us off yes i'm going to talk about a small brand called sunday Lux, which was started by two incredible women um this is a luxury loungewear brand um and i have got the most beautiful cashmere it's like oatmeal oh. that type um uh, color so joggers and then this stunning top like oversized really slouchy the quality is amazing um I've actually I've actually just shot a reel on it which I'm going to put up on my own page but just how to like style it this is one to like save up for and get because it will just last and last and last you can just wear it you know every time autumn winter comes around you can just pull it back out again but I just love everything that they stand for because they're all about supporting like strong independent women and the quality is great like, I love yeah, that. that. Yeah, a British and you know brand. What? With a cashmere yeah. tracksuit or lounge suit, you can like you can wear it for literally lounging around the house, but you can style it up and it can feel really luxury and smart, but obviously really cozy as well. Yeah, I went to the cinema. I went date night. I wore it to date night last night. <laughs> nice. It was like you've come in a full cashmere lounge set. <laughs> That's why set. you fell asleep. Like, yeah, <laughs> cozy. Um, so this is something for the kids. It's I've been using hip organic like products on the kids for absolutely ages and I just discovered this bath stuff which turns the bath green and it sounds so simple but literally I I put it in and it drags out their bath time by at least 20 minutes because they just love playing in there and they just think it's so funny that the bath water is green so I mean if you see it in the supermarket I get it on a cardo just add it on give it a try also good for Halloween spooky great for Halloween there we go (laughs) we've got some Halloween 
product coming actually um, before yeah. we get into that though I'm going to talk about flashcards because Luna is just starting to learn to read at school um, yeah. so and she's so over the moon about it like every night she's like can we do reading can we do reading obviously Aww. she she's just learning like two and the and and an A and things like that but I just thought it would be quite good for us to kind of do a bit more practicing she's such a keynote like she just loves all of that so we just got the Collins one they're the high frequency words and we're just doing them at the end of play after school she seems to love them amazing um (laughs) talking of Halloween if anyone is making Halloween costumes and spending hours don't like literally you don't need to do that because you can pick up such incredible costumes in the supermarket we've got some from like FNF to Nutmeg we're gonna do a reel on it but they're like a tenner like 10 pounds um and actually at Axel School they're doing like a costume swap as well so you can you know say this year Axel's in five to six I can then donate that costume to the school and then next year somebody else can you know buy it from the school to raise money oh that's Um, great yeah because that's the thing isn't it with costumes you feel like oh gosh they're like a waste because they're only going to be able to wear them like to a couple of things during that Halloween period but actually you can swap them around um So yeah, I'm all about the supermarket Halloween costumes. Love that. Um, and my final product is a brand called, uh, we think it's called Wackhole. <laughs> we don't know how to pronounce it. Wackhole. Um, <laughs> Wackhole Europe, who are basically the most stunning lingerie brand for women. Um, I have got a gorgeous bralette and panties to go with it and um, just makes me feel really sexy. It's really shapely. Um, the price point is also really great. Um, Rachel Stevens is just shot in them actually. So if you go onto their Insta page, um, you can have a little look. I mean, gorgeous pieces. And as I said, won't break the bank. So always on the lookout for fabulous underwear this brand is for us we love it um that is it for this week thank you so much for listening as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe and follow the podcast and if you do have time to give us a little bit of a review that would be wonderful as it does spread the made by mama's podcast word out there yeah absolutely it helps other people find us yes. and also we quite like being in the charts it feels quite nice yeah it does um, <laughs> but if you do have any suggestions for topics for these q a's on friday they are for you so please do just drop us a dm we're on at made by mama's and we'll be back on Tuesday. Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,